We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's Friday, it is January 11th, it's 2019, and we have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy for the third time this week. I, I like these uh, three times a week uh, podcasts with you, Will, but uh, Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Glad to come on uh, another slate and try to break this one down as well. Um, don't want to take a victory lap, but if you play Malik Beasley on, on yesterday's slate, I think you were uh, ha- happy with the results there. So hopefully we can dig up some more nuggets in this one, man. So super pumped to get back on with you, you know, one more time this week. Yeah, right when that Gary Harris news came out, um, Malik Beasley just became a guy that you had to, you know, go down and punt towards. Um, so, yeah, four-game slate, um, you know, ready for this nine-gamer for Friday going into the weekend ready for some football and um yeah it's gonna be it'd be a solid one but before we jump in and break down the slate if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor make sure you head on over there check them out it's fantasydraft.com they have a twenty thousand dollar pick and roll here for tonight's slate and i'm already going to tell you that roster construction on fantasy draft is going to be very important here on this slate because we have a ton of injuries and being able to play multiple guards or multiple forwards not have to play a small forward or a you know point guard you know might be very beneficial on the slate so you want a different type of roster construction this might be an excellent day to go over there and check out fantasy draft um sign up to the rotor grinders links that way if you get if we do run any cool promos with them you'll get access to them so if you haven't checked out fantasy draft go over there check them out 
Also, just want to give a quick shout out to all you listeners. Um, we are one of the nominations for FSTA Fantasy Podcast of the Year. Um, would not be possible if you guys didn't listen to the podcast each and every day. So shout out to you listeners. Um, saw that come up on my feed today and you know thought it was really cool. Um, a lot of great podcasts on that list. So just want to give you a shout out to you guys. Appreciate you guys listening each and every day. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get into this slate, Will. Nine games. We start Milwaukee at Washington, 231 total. Highest game total on the slate. Uh, oh, I guess Philly is at 231.5. Um, but Milwaukee's favored by 7.5 in this game. DJ Wilson is doubtful. Uh, Giannis is probable. Um, Markeith Morris is still out. And then John Wall is still out, uh, obviously. Eventually, I'll stop saying John Wall, but I always write him down because it's John Wall. Um, let's start with the Bucks side of things. You know, Giannis a little banged up right now, um, but I, you know, he should be should be good to go. Um, what are your thoughts here with Milwaukee? Man, look, this is a matchup with Washington, and uh, I, I think Giannis is is a great way to pivot off of some chalk tomorrow. Everybody's going to be on James Harden. Listen, I, I'm not saying don't play James Harden. I'm just saying Giannis has an, a juicy matchup with the Washington Wizards. He's going to get no resistance at the rim. Uh, so he, he's just a perfect pivot off of James Harden today. You know, we're going to get some guys, you know, getting close to the end of this podcast and that LA Utah game that we'll talk about that are probably going to get massive ownership, and I think they should. But, uh, you know, today is a day I, I've kind of looked over the slate. I got a, a good jump on it early today. And so Gian- Giannis is one of my one of my favorites as far as just just a pivot off of the chalk, um, that and I feel like he has equal upside to any of these guys today uh, against Washington. I'm not going to play a whole bunch of guys from Milwaukee today. They are priced uh, uh, fairly well, but I still don't want to take too many chances. I'm going to try to narrow this thing down and, and see if we can get this thing right. Uh, so Bledsoe at 6100. I think I'm going to pass today. Uh, Brogdon, I think I would still play at 5,700. He's been just been playing phenomenal basketball recently. Uh, And then, you know, Chris Middleton at 69. I I think that's a little bit too much for today's slate. It's a matchup with Washington. I get it. Uh, But I I just think I'm going to fade him. The only other guy I think that I would have some interest in uh, would be Brooke Lopez. He just continued to be too cheap at 4,900. I'd play him on his slate for sure. Yeah, he's played over 30 minutes in back-to-back games now. Um, don't really have to worry too much about the matchup here with Washington. Uh, Brooke Lopez certainly in play here at 4,900. Um, I, I definitely like the Brogdon call. Like, a little under 6K. People might stay away because of the price, but I, I do think he's a guy that you could look at here for, like, 6X, uh, potentially with 7X upside. So I like this spot for Brogdon. We know how bad Washington's been against point guards all season. That's not a secret. Point guard, shooting guard, small forwards, power forward, centers. This team stinks in, on defense. So, um, I don't mind Giannis here. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know necessarily if I want to play Giannis um, in this spot over Harden. Um, I don't know how much value necessarily we're going to have open up throughout the day. We have a lot of question marks right now. Um, but I don't hate the call of you know playing Giannis to be contrarian if you're not going to play Harden. Uh, certainly something. You know, with Harden's team being a 15-point favorite at home and this team, you know, Giannis, you know, they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Um, maybe this game stays closer and Giannis gets more run. 
But um, yeah, for the most part, I don't mind Giannis here. And I, I'm with you on Milton. I don't love him. Bledsoe's still cheap enough. I think he has upside. If you want to take that uh, shot in tournaments, I don't hate it. Washington side of things, uh, what are we looking at here on the Wizards side? Well, you know, it feels like Bradley Beal, his price keeps going up, but he just keeps producing. I mean, even in bad games, there was a blowout against Philly, and he still dropped 40 fantasy points in on the 8th, and then on yesterday's slate on the 9th, uh, it was a blowout in his favor, and he dropped 49. And if you go through this game log, I mean, since John Wall has been out, I mean, it's just pretty much been 40-plus every game. And he, he's just a guy I think right now you, you have to keep playing him. Um, he's, he's The higher his price goes, the lower his ownership is going to be. Uh, Otto Porter's back. He's another guy I like at 5,800. If he's going to get 30, 33 minutes again, uh, I think 5,800 is too cheap with no John Wall there. And then this, you know, this collection of small forwards they have, Trevor Ariza, 5,700. I don't think that's a bad play. Jeff Green, 4,800. Um, you know, it's probably going to get 25 to 30 minutes. I don't hate it. They even playing Sam Decker 20 minutes. Um, Decker would probably be the odd guy out of the bunch, but I don't mind it. Another guy that I actually like today, Thomas Bryant's minutes have been going down, and Ian Mahimi's minutes have been going up. So Ian Mahimi at 3,700 today, if he's going to get 25 minutes against Milwaukee, then sign me up. I mean, he's probably going to hit 30 fantasy points again. And uh, so he's a guy I've just got penciled in, you know, in, in my notebook that, that his minutes are on the rise. And I really like him in this spot uh, against Milwaukee. Yeah, over 30 fantasy points in three straight games now. Um, I like the Porter call. Porter definitely, you know, he has a 29% usage rate with Ubre, Rivers, Wall, Markeith, Morris, Howard off the floor. Um, Bradley Beal's pushing almost a 34% usage with those guys off the floor. So um, certainly can't argue with anything on, on that end of playing any of those guys. So um, don't really have too much to add. I don't know if I'll end up on Bradley Beal here uh, just because I feel like if Bradley Beal gets going, they, they potentially could put Giannis on him. Um, but, you know, for the most part here, I do like the cheaper guys, Otto Porter, Mahini. Um, those guys are really interesting to me. Um, outside of that, I don't really, you know, Santorinsky's price has come up enough um, that I don't think we're going to go there. But, you know, he's been he's been super consistent um, out, outside of, you know, a few tough matchups with uh, the Thunder and Miami. But, you know, he's interesting. But I want him to be a little bit cheaper. i uh, hoping his price comes down a little bit. But 53 on DraftKings is not the worst price uh, for a guy that potentially could put up 30 fantasy points here. Uh, anything else to add here? We want to move on. Nah, we can move it along. Atlanta at Philadelphia, 231.5 total. Philly favored by 12.5 in this game. Bazemore and Prince remain out. J.J. Redick remains questionable. Uh, let's start with Atlanta. What are we looking at here on the Hawks? Uh, if if Trey Young is going to continue to get 30 minutes a game, I, I'm going to continue to have some interest. Along with that, Jeremy Lin has been getting more minutes recently. Last couple of games, 34 minutes, 28 minutes against Brooklyn, over 30 fantasy points. If he's going to get, you know, all, almost 30 minutes a game in that, you know, 27 to 30-minute range, 
I, I'm going to have interest at 4,600, even against Philly. You know I don't believe in this Philly defense. I don't care what the numbers say. I've watched them. They haven't been that good. So I'm, I'm going to continue to take teams against Philly. Atlanta's a, a really funny team because they're young. Um, they're on the road. So, you know, I, I do expect Philly to win this game. I'm just not sure, you know, by, by how much. Uh, Kevin Herter, a guy playing almost 40 minutes, you know, some games – Against Philly, I think you have to look at him at 4,700. I think he's going to be a guy, you know, him him and Jeremy Lin are two guys I've got penciled in that I think we can use to get off some of this mega chalk that's going to be at the end of the slate. So those are two guys that, that I'm looking at. Uh, Bembry's a guy, he, he's just been so inconsistent. I just don't think I'm going to play him in this spot. I think he's going to be the odd man out here. Uh, and then Dwayne Dedman, I think, is, is too cheap for this spot. I think they – may use him a little bit more uh, with Embiid. And, and um, so I, I, I feel like he could push 30 minutes in this game. And if so, at 5,300, uh, I, I think he's a little bit too cheap. And, and But those are the only guys I'm looking at at Atlanta. Yeah, you know, I don't hate John Collins here, but with him being one of the higher-priced guys, it's it's tough to – Pay up for him when there's so, when there's some really good value here. You know, you mentioned Trey Young. You know, his minutes are up a little bit. Uh, Jeremy Lin is really really interesting for tournaments here. Um, you know, he drew the start with Herter out uh, against Toronto, played 34 minutes, and they ran him right back on a back to back, and he played 28 minutes. So um, Jeremy Lin must be feeling pretty good if he's going to play 34 and 28 minutes on a back to back. So definitely don't mind Jeremy Lin here at 46. You mentioned Herter at 47, Bembry at 44. Uh, and, and then I played Deadman the other day. You know, he only put up 25 fantasy points in that game against Brooklyn. But it was one of his lowest shot attempts um, in the past, like, six games or seven games. So yeah. I, I think this is a spot we could see him maybe take a couple extra shots. And, um, you know, he always has that potential to get a double-double. And those are the games that he has usually big games. So I don't mind him here uh, against a Philly team, like you said, that has some size. Philadelphia side, you know, if Reddick sits again, I think we can go back uh, to Korkmaz, Maz Korkmaz. Um, you know, he's been right around 25 minutes a night without J.J. Reddick and taking enough shots where he becomes a, an interesting value play under 4K. Uh, outside of him, what are we looking at here on the Sixers side? Yeah, I mean, look, this is a matchup with Atlanta. Um, if if Reddick is out, I think I've got interest in in the big three, uh, Simmons, Embiid, and uh, uh, Butler. And I think you can play them together. I, I, I do think that's that's a strategy approach we can take. If Because if this game is tight, all three of these guys are going to put up big numbers in, in this spot. I mean, Atlanta's just playing at a pretty high pace here. And, uh, you know, you've got Embiid at 11K. Uh, obviously, this is a 60-point spot for him. You've got Butler at 7,600. You know, I think this is a 45 to 50-point spot for him, and I feel the same way about Ben Simmons. Uh, you know, throw it at, at, at another guy that I think I'm just going to mention. This guy gets an honorable mention today. Uh, not a really high-usage guy, but a guy, if, if Redick is out, he is going to get the minutes. It's not just because – He's had one performance, but if he's going to get around 25 minutes, minutes against Atlanta, I think you look at him, and that's Landry Shamit. Uh, he's played, you know, 24 minutes, three games consecutively uh, with Redick out, had two bad games, one good game. This isn't the cash game play, but in tournaments, I think you take a shot on him. You know, outside of, you know, especially let's just say 
you faded court mass and, and took a shaman and if shaman you know happens to have the upside game today then you're going to lap a few people in the field yeah the interesting thing about like shaman and court mass is this team's a 12 and a half point favorite and both of those guys probably get run in a fourth quarter if this game's not close so um both those guys are even interesting just because of that like they're not going to roll out wilson chandler if they're up by 15 20 points in the fourth quarter um so um you know those guys are surely interesting but yeah if you're if you're playing in bead i don't love ben simmons at his price i know he has upside and it's atlanta i just hate playing ben simmons personally i, I think that Embiid is the usage monster but you know, for what it's worth, Simmons went for 52 fantasy points in the first meeting against Atlanta, and I think it was like 26 or 27 minutes, and Embiid stunk. So, you know, anything is possible. So, um, let's move on. Brooklyn at Toronto, 219.5 total. Toronto favored by 10. Uh, Crab and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson are out still. Levert's still out. Uh, Jared Dudley popped up on the injury report. He's out. And then on the Toronto side, uh, CJ Miles is questionable. Um, not that it matters because you know he doesn't play a lot. But um, let's start with Brooklyn. A ton of injuries on this Brooklyn team, just a ton. Uh, now Dudley's out as well. You, you just have to think that – I know that Carroll didn't have a really good game against Atlanta last time out. He had foul trouble. You have to think like Carroll is a really safe type of play here at 5,300. He got in foul trouble and still went over 20 fantasy points in that game. I think it was one of the lowest minute totals he's had in a while. So, like, yeah. Carroll's really interesting. You know, D'Angelo Russell's really interesting. He took 20 shot attempts against Atlanta and just, you know, he, he was getting the shots to go down, but just didn't like go over that point that we want. Uh, so, D'Angelo Russell. Carroll, Joe Harris, Napier continues uh, to play mid-20 minutes. Um, what are you looking at here on the Brooklyn side? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. So Brooklyn is one of those teams I'm not afraid to play them in any matchup. They just – they're a tough team, man. They, they don't get blown out a lot. They, they, they just play really tough. They've got so many guys. This is the one team where – and I haven't seen this, I don't know – in how many years, but they're playing about 12 to 13 guys and they're all playing almost 30 minutes. Uh, so, I mean, you can pretty much peg these guys and now they've got guys missing. So, you know, guys like Carol and all, a lot of other guys, Joe Harris, these guys are getting 30 plus minutes a game. Russell's minutes are up. Uh, Napier's minutes are up because of all these injuries. Uh, I, I like Damari Carroll here again. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. The guy played 21 minutes against Atlanta put up 21 fantasy points the way he's playing right now he is averaging you know over fantasy point per minute slightly so i i, I like him um 5300 i think that's that's a great price i think i'd take him over harris because i think he can do do a little bit more uh so i i really like him here shabazz napier i think is a guy we look at in this spot another man down jared dudley is out now uh, he's a guy that I think we look at. I know he's 4,300, um, but, you know, if he gets 25 minutes, I think he can get 25 fantasy points at that price. Uh, and so I really like him here. I don't really like too many other guys. I think Spencer Dinwiddie's, you know, overpriced now uh, for his role with this team. And so he's a guy I'm going to pass on. I wish I knew what they were going to do with Kenneth Fareed. I'm just – he only plays he, – he, he like, it, Kenneth Farid has been really easy to figure out. 
Kenneth Fareed only plays if Hollis Jefferson and Carroll are out. That's the only time Fareed gets run. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, and that, that's what I'm saying. I, I I just wish I knew. Like, I've got this feeling that he's going to play some minutes tomorrow with Jared Dudley out. I, I just, I, I, it's just a feeling, though. I don't have any definitive information, so you know, it's just one of those things. I, I was kind of swirling around in my head, uh, but Trevion Graham is also going to play minutes tomorrow. So he's another guy that they're throwing into the mix. So I think I just stick with the main guys, Carroll, and um, uh, I think a sprinkle of Napier for value. But that's about it. I'm not really too interested in these these other pieces. Yeah, like I don't mind. Like Ed Davis has gone for over 24 fantasy points in five of the last six games. Um, if you want to take a little upside play with Davis, like they're going to need some size here against Toronto with Siakam and those guys. Um, Abaka, those types of guys. Uh, Kirk's ever since Ronnie Hollis Jefferson out, Kirkus, Kirk's, um, you know, he's played 29 and 28 minutes in the last two games with Ronnie Hollis Jefferson out. Um, so he could play, you know, in the 30s here with Dudley out instead of Fareed getting run. So you want to take a tournament flyer on one of those two guys, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Uh, Davis, 4,000, Kirk's, uh, 4,100. So those guys are really, really cheap. And, you know, th those are types of guys that nobody's really going to probably end up on here on this slate. So, um, Toronto side, you know, what's standing out to you here for Toronto? Well, it's the main pieces here again. Like on Toronto, I don't think you have to get cute and play any value. I think you just stick with all the main guys, Siakam, Serge, uh, Kawhi, and Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry, 7,600. I don't like playing him as much with everybody back, but at 7,600, I, I don't mind it against Brooklyn. Um, you know, Fred Van Vliet is a guy that's still going to get some minutes. I do think his minutes are going to trend down back to maybe probably around 25 to 28 minutes uh, now that, that, you know, most of their wing players are back. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't mind him at 5,200 you know, possibly going against, you know, some of these bench guys. But that's about it for me. Uh, I'm not playing any of the bottom feeders of Toronto, just kind of the main four or five guys. Pacers at the Knicks, 218.5 total. Uh, Indiana favored by 8.5 in this game. Collison is questionable. Miles Turner is questionable. On the New York side, Cancer is questionable with an illness. And Robinson is ruled out. Um, this game... You know, this one's a tough one the night before because this one could be really awesome uh, with some value here um, and not even just value, just some extra usage with some of these guys potentially out. Uh, let's start with the Pacers side of things. What are we looking at here uh, on this team? Well, I tell you this much. If uh, Miles Turner happens to be out tomorrow, then you just go ahead and plug in Kyle O'Quinn, baby, because it's Kyle O'Quinn revenge day. And uh, I, I definitely think, uh, you know, he'll he'll be be out for blood in his 17 minutes that he, he may get. Might and, get 22. Uh, you never know. <laughs> yeah. If he gets 22 minutes, look out, man. He might get 50. Uh, not, well, not that many. But, but yeah, that, but, but that's about it. I'm actually not as interested in this game today uh, just because, I, I, I mean, I, I like the Dallas game. I like the Lakers game. Um and I, I like that Hawks Sixers game. I like the Wizards game. So I'm just kind of weeding it down. You know, like a, if the value breaks our way, like obviously you, you place a bonus. He's just going to crush. Um, but but that's about it for me. And, and like I said, Kyle Quinn revenge. But 
that's about it. I don't even think I'm going to play Oladipo here. Obviously, I know he's got 60-point upside. But this is just a game for me personally. I'm kind of going to X out of my pool tomorrow and just try, try, try to narrow it down a little bit more. Yeah, I don't I don't hate the Kyle Quinn call and then like the Sabonis call. The only problem with like Sabonis right now is with Turner being out the last couple games, um, Sabonis's price has come up and he's almost priced right where he should be. I don't know necessarily if there's a ton of ceiling at this price, profit potential at this price. He's only gone for over 40 fantasy points once in the last 10 games. Um so I'm a little concerned with that. You know, they kind of got blown out against Boston last time out, and he still put up 35 and 27 minutes. So if you give him five, six, seven extra minutes in that game, he probably gets really close to like 40, 45. Uh, so I don't hate Sabonis here, but I do like the Kyle Quinn call. I just I don't play really anybody else here. If Collison sits, I think you could play Corey Joseph. He's really, really Ooh. cheap. And, you know, he would be a guy that you could look at against the Knicks. But, you know, it's been even hard to trust Corey Joseph as much as we could do it uh, when he was with Toronto and getting starter minutes. But, you know, Collison would have to be out to trust uh, Corey Joseph here. Um, the Knicks side of things, if Cantor sits, uh, I think uh, Luke Cornett becomes really interesting here. Um, I think he, he would get those – you know, he'd get a majority – of the minutes, I think he'd play 30 to 35 minutes if Cantor sits, but it's really hard to like anybody here, uh, you know, against this tough Pacers defense. Yeah, um, that's what I said. This game was just a stay away. I, I, and I mean, Emmanuel Moody is a guy that I, I've been enjoying playing this year. Vonley is a guy that I've played, and, and obviously I've hopped on the Cornet trade, a train when he was a lot cheaper, but this is just a stay away. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to try to figure out what the Knicks are going to do if Cantor's out. They're going to play all these guards. I'm, I'm just going to stay away unless the value breaks on, on the NAN side. Dallas at Minnesota, 221 total here. Minnesota favored by four and a half in this game. Uh, DSJ is already ruled out. Covington is out, and Derrick Rose is questionable. So obviously we're waiting on that Derrick Rose news that's going to make a a difference in how we're going to approach um, this game. Uh, let's start with the Dallas side of things. We've talked about it a lot this season. You know, with DSJ off the floor, Luca's usage goes way up. Um, put up 50 against Phoenix last game out. I don't think Luca is the worst tournament play here, and I don't know if a lot of people are going to play him at 8,400. I know, you know, we're, we're probably not going to get like 7, 8x, but I, I think there's potential for like a 6x game here from Luca. Oh, man, I, I like him in this spot against Minnesota. Like you said, no DSJ. Uh, you know, for those of you that have been checking out Slate IQ, uh, check it out. I, I definitely wrote him up in our stacking section today. Um, him and DeAndre Jordan really like those guys. Um, it, it's just a good spot for this team. You know, hands down, it's, it's a great spot. So DeAndre Jordan at 7,300, I don't mind him. Uh, he's not going to get nearly as much ownership as a guy like the shiny new toy uh, Sabonis if, if, if Turner's out. And I think he's got equal or more upside going against our good friend, Mr. Carl Anthony Towns um, and, and Luca. man. Those are just two of my favorites. Uh, Matthews is still too cheap for, for the minutes he's going to be playing. I mean, he's going to be getting over 30 minutes. He's too cheap, uh, 4,600. 
just just too cheap. Harrison Barnes is priced up a little bit for this matchup. I think he's going to get the Andrew Wiggins treatment, which means he should score every time down. So, you know, he's a guy that, you know, I, he, I know he's not as high of a ceiling guy as we like, but if he was ever going to have a ceiling game, it would be this one uh, with, with Andrew Wiggins' defense. So Harrison Barnes is a guy I really like uh, in, in this spot as well. I'm not sure about the minutes that Maxi uh, Kleber or Clever is going to get because Dirk's going to be back. I'm not sure if they're going to split it between him and Dirk and Powell. So I, I just don't want to figure out that situation. So that's going to be a stay away for me. And then last but not least, uh, I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with J.J. Barea. Uh, he's still only got 18 minutes and – Brunson, you know, only got 15 minutes. So I think they're just going to let Luca run the show. And if that's the case, I think you take Luca and I think you take DJ and you build it from there. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Love Luca here. Don't hate DeAndre Jordan's price. West Matthews, an interesting tournament play just because of the one on one matchup that he should have in this game. But I don't hate Keebler if you want to throw him like as a tournament dart. They're going to need some size here, you know, with Cat and. Taj Gibson and Sarch, um, they're going to need some size. So if you want, if you think that we could see Dallas maybe play a little bit bigger here, those guys are um, certainly in play. Let's go to the Minnesota side of things. Um, obviously, if Rose sits, you know, Teague becomes really interesting. Um, super frustrating, uh, that Thunder game, you know, Ooh. was looking like he was going to have a really big game. And... <sighs> Things Did he happen, have like twenty two at the half? Did he have twenty two? He was he was him and Wiggins. Like I was oh, all over man. Wiggins in that game. Like they were just they were on their way. Yeah, on happens. our way. Yep. <laughs> happens, but um, yeah, if Rose sits, I think Teague is in play. I think Wiggins is in play. Uh, regardless, the new coach, um, you know, really let Wiggins just go out there, ball out, thirty eight minutes, twenty four shot attempts. Like, I'm not a Wiggins guy, but at least 18 shot attempts now in five straight games. If they're just going to let him shoot, like, the thing is, like, did he hate Dibs? What was with the 10 rebounds? Like, is he going to hustle more for the new coach? Like, like this is all things that we got to kind of have to figure out over the next week or so. But I, I saw something on Twitter that, like, the new coach was at Wiggins, like, wedding or something like that. Like, it was a, a big event or something. So, I'm guessing there's a little bit more relationship there with the new coach. Um, and then like Sarge, you know, I, I talked about Sarge in the expert survey against the Thunder and he got a little bit extra run. I think he's interesting here at 4,500. Yeah. If so, my, my view on Sarge, I actually want to start there. I, I, I just think you just, man, you just hit the nail on the head. I think his minutes are going to start trending up. I mean, what reason do they have? for the long term of, of this team and team chemistry, unless they're trying to make Sarge some form of a six man, which I feel like Derrick Rose is, what reason do they have to roll out Todd Gibson for 30 minutes a night, which he only played 24 the last game. They kind of split it right down the middle. But I, I think Sarge's minutes are going to start trending at 28, 30, 32. And before long, he's playing 32 minutes. Um, especially if they get rid of Gorgie Jane. Like, I think I think Todd will end up kind of just becoming the de facto backup center, and I think we can we can get some Dario playing big minutes. So I think for right now, 
I think you just have to play him until the price comes up. 4500 I think that's too cheap. Uh, he's another guy that I think you just hop on a train now and just stay on the train until the price catches up. So he's a, he's a guy that, that I really like. If, if you're hunting for more value, uh, Okaji or Koji, whichever the pronunciation is, he's going to be playing big minutes. This is a spot against Dallas. We know Dallas has struggled with the shooting guard position. He's not going to take a whole bunch of shots. Uh, but, but you know, these are the guys you have to play in the spots where it's most advantageous for them. And this is one of the more advantageous matchups he's going to get. So I, I really like Josh Okaji here at 4,300 uh, in a, a pretty high-paced game. Um, I don't have to sell you on Cat. He's going to play. I do think he's a little overpriced for this slate. I'd rather spend up somewhere else. But I, obviously, I, I, I don't hate it at all. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing here with, like, Okaji is he's going to pop on projection models today, too, just because of the minutes he's going to be playing in this spot with Covington out. So really going to have to pay attention to, like, if he becomes chalk, he's an easy fade for me. If oh, he's yeah. going to be under 5%, like, I certainly don't mind taking a, a shot on him here. So, yeah, I don't mind Cat in this game. He's probably not my favorite play on the slate. Um if Rose plays, I think Rose is interesting if he plays at 6,100. Um, you know, no Teague's back, so Rose will probably be around like 30 minutes here. But I think like there's enough minutes uh, from like the, the whole Tyus Jones thing. And maybe Okaji loses some minutes uh, if Rose plays. And that'd be another reason to potentially get off him. But uh, you got to really pay attention to the Rose news here because, you know, Rose is definitely going to affect how Minnesota attacks this slate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if Rose comes back, then uh, I think that that changes a lot. And so I, I'm with you 100 percent. Sixty six percent of men lose their hair by age 35, especially if you're playing daily fantasy and sweating it out each and every night. Thing is, when you start to lose your hair, it's too late, especially when you're noticing it late. So make sure if you're like Stevie, you're sweating it out. You're getting this giant bald spot. Uh, you're you're really starting to look at this because, hey, I'm married now. I really have to kind of pay attention to my hair. How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? Um, I would feel great. You know, I'd love to, you know, keep my hair. I know my wife would like me to keep my hair. Forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual awareness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known genetic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room. No awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to forhims.com. So easy. Answer a few quick questions. Doctor review and can prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. Order now. My listeners get a trial month for hymns just for just $5 right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to hymns for hymns.com slash roto. That's for F O R H I M S dot com slash roto. R O T O. For hymns.com slash roto. Cleveland at Houston, 217 and a half total here. Houston favored by 15 in this game. Rodney Hood is questionable. Larry Nance is ruled out. Nawaba is out. 
Uh, Eric Gordon and Chris Paul remain out. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Cleveland side of things? Um, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm not looking at everybody today. Uh, Cleveland, I, I think you played Jordan Clarkson. I, I do think Clarkson is on the radar. I've been on the Clarkson train really whenever all these guards are out. And I know he's going to get 30 minutes. I just kind of play him. And I think this is pretty much the, an identical spot. So I think he's going to get his regardless. If you look at his 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 trajectory since these guys have been out, you know, I mean, I know he's had two matchups with New Orleans. This was an extreme blowout against New Orleans, and he put up 37 fantasy points. Um in 24 minutes against Indiana, 35 and 32. And then again, uh, another matchup with New Orleans, 41 and 30. By far my favorite Cleveland Cavalier, if I was going to play one. Uh, and, and I think you need to play him here. I think this is a prime time spot. Um, and he's about the only guy that I, that I want to play. I don't really have too much interest in anyone else. Uh, I know Channing Fry is going to get his 12 minutes and Jalen Jones is going to get 15 minutes, and Ante Sizich is going to get his, you know, it, he may get 20 minutes. Maybe you play him as a punt, but hands down, I don't really want to play anyone outside of Jordan Clarkson. I think second would be Alec Burks, just because I know he's got some upside as well. But Clarkson, by far, just hands it away the only Cavalier. If I only could only play one, he would be the guy. I still don't hate Tristan Thompson like as a tournament play. I really do think Cleveland wants to showcase Thompson. I think they want to move him. We've been saying that for a couple months now. Um, so with him getting back from injury, he played 29 on the second half of a back-to-back the other day, um, Wednesday, uh, against New Orleans. So I, I think he's going to be okay. I think if this game potentially remotely stays close, he could get you know 30 to 35 minutes. But I like the Clarkson call. I still want Hood to be out to play Clarkson. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I figured you were the same way. Um, Houston side of things, like, all right, James Harden is a beast. There, there's no doubting it. 14 straight games with at least 30 actual points. The guy is a beast. He's the reigning MVP for a reason. He's 12-5 now. His usage is absolutely insane right now. It's around 43% uh, with these guys off the floor. I'm never going to sit here and say, don't play Harden. But if you don't think this game's going to stay close, there's an argument to be made not to play Harden on the slate. Again, Harden is my top play. He's my top play. I'm being the, what, what I can't even think of the term, um, devil's advocate right now. I'm telling you, there is a road to Harden not getting 70 today. Um, is there a road to him not getting 50? Probably not. Uh, no. <laughs> that's how high this floor is right now. So, um, like he's gone for at least sixty fantasy points in nine of the last ten games. His his floor right now is like sixty fantasy points. So, you want to pay up for his floor, th- then don't fade him. I'm probably not going to fade him. Will uh, I, I'll be honest. Like Harden right now, the best the best strategy with James Harden is just making him the first guy in your lineup. Yeah. Um. Here here's my approach with with this scenario. Cleveland, as as bad as this roster looks, and as easy as it is to just look and say, oh, man, this is going to be a blowout. They just went to New Orleans and played a really tight game, and Anthony Davis had to play 38 minutes. On the second and, half of a back-to-back, that was, too. 
Right. And, and as a result, because it was so easy for him to score and Cleveland was scoring, he ended up with 80 fantasy points. And so I, I guess I'm going to play Angels advocate and say <laughs> – <laughs> Uh, he, he could he could legitimately hit 80 to 90 fantasy points in this spot because if Cleveland keeps it tight because of Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson obviously is going to be my 7X guy today, then I just think I, I, th- I think you play him, and I, I think you look at Capella, and I, th- I think you stay there. Uh, I, I don't like Austin Rivers as much in this spot at 5K. I just think there are going to be better guys than that today. But Hard is a guy – I, I, th- I think you play him. I mean, e- even if it's not tight, I still think he gets 60. Like, that's that's just where he's at. Harden, Harden will probably, in this spot, have 45 points at halftime, meaning he's got another 15 fantasy points to get to 60. And then if he happens to get another 30, then he'll be at 70 in the third quarter. Like that, I mean, may- maybe early fourth. And Harden's a guy that's going to play. Don't want to be the dead horse. Love James Harden in the spot. I, I think Cleveland keeps it close. There's one more guy for Houston that you did not mention. Do you want to your house? Wanna... No, Gerald Green. Gerald oh, yeah, Green is oh, he's shooting a ton right now, and I don't think people realize it. And he played 33 minutes against Milwaukee the other night. Yeah, like this game has all the potentials of going a little smaller. Um, you know, Thompson, Capella, and then like. We could see a four-guard lineup from both teams in, in this game with no Larry Nance. Um, like, Gerald Green is really, 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 really interesting here for me. And I wanted to put all those reallys out there because the most important thing with Gerald Green is all he does is shoot threes. All he has to do is get a, a hot from the three-point Like, last game against Milwaukee, he took 13 shots. Ten of them were threes. Against Denver, he took 10 shots. All 10 were threes. Against Portland, he took 10 shots, 5 were threes. Against Golden State, he took 13 shots, 10 were threes. Memphis, he took 11 shots, 11 were threes. All this dude does is sit behind the three-point line, wait for James Harden to penetrate, kick the ball out to him, and shoot a three. So Gerald Green's the other guy that I had written down from this game um, that I like uh, for tournaments here at 4,200. Yeah, I'm with you. And you know what? I looked at his minutes today because I was doing some minutes projections and I I caught that today and I was like, Ooh, he's playing a a nice amount of minutes for this price. And obviously I didn't bring him up. Shame on me for not talking. Good good, good job, Stevie, making sure you're a pen and paper guy and you don't forget people because you write them down. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why, like I love, I love Excel. I love sheets. I love all that stuff, but when I do the morning grind, I always write stuff down because it's the night before and I don't want to forget anything. So There you go. Um, Charlotte at Portland, 223 total here. Uh, Portland favored by six and a half in this game. This game has some – like I'm, I'm shocked, Will. I'm really shocked that there's a line out for this game uh, with Lillard being questionable with a yeah. sprained left elbow that this, the, that this line's out. Um, now it was only out by one book, so that they could easily be pulling it or just trying to get action because none of the other books have it out. But um, Zeller's out, Harkless is out, Lillard is questionable with the sprained left elbow. Um, Lillard's a franchise player. If he's not good to go, he's not going to play. But the other thing about Lillard is he's a gamer and he wants to be on the floor. Um, let's talk Charlotte first. You know, Jeremy Lamb came back. 
played 29 minutes. He should be good to go. Uh, what are you looking at here on the Charlotte side? Well, uh, first of all, let me say I'm sorry. This Spurs OKC game is really tight. I did not even. Marcus Aldridge going off. He's got 60. Westbrook has got 70 pretty much. Uh, I had no clue until like just now because I turned it off because I didn't. I turned off my TV because I didn't want to get distracted. And then I look up and I'm like, what has happened in the last 15 minutes? Anyway, super sorry about that. Let's get let's get back on track. Charlotte. I think Jeremy Lamb is one of my favorite plays on Charlotte. And then I've just been playing Marvin Williams because nobody wants to play Marvin Williams. But he's been really good to me outside of that one game against Dallas where he put up 16 fantasy points or, or that game against Brooklyn with 15 fantasy points. But he, he's been good to me. So I really like Marvin Williams, especially with Zeller out. I think everyone has been kind of gravitating towards the Hernan Gomez's of the world, the Biombos of the world. And while those guys have put up nice performances very sparingly, Marvin Williams has just been doing it consistently. And for some reason, his price will not go up. It just it's, it's, On some states, it goes down. So he's just a guy I, I really like in this spot. Uh, Kimba's down to 8,300. I am. I am just. He he hasn't been playing as well or or putting up the fancy production that we saw at the beginning of the year. I am just chomping at the bit for him to go under eight k so I can just start firing him up again. Uh, but that's where I'm pretty much at with Charlotte. I'm not going to, you know, play too many guys from this game. It is a Nicholas Batum revenge game, so I, I get it. He's forty eight hundred. I, I get it, but uh, but you know, I'm not going to have too many pieces. But those are the couple guys I like. Um, you know, the Portland side of things, obviously, obviously this Lillard thing is really important. Um, you know, like Evan Turner, if Lillard sits, Turner's going to play anyway because Harkless is out, but Evan Turner becomes really, really interesting at 4k if Lillard sits. Um, honestly, I don't even know who, like, I guess Seth Curry would probably see a bump here. Um, Seth Curry back in our lives um, facing his, his father's team. Maybe there's a little bit, but it's really tough to, cause they have a, uh, they have Stoukas, Stoukas, uh as well. So like maybe those guys kind of split the minutes if Lillard sits, but it'd be really interesting to see what the starting lineup looks like if Lillard's out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Seth Curry would get the run personally. Yeah. That's kind of where mm -hmm. I was leaning to. So I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think he'd get the run. It's no Napier, no Tim Frazier. I know I'm really dialing back the clock, but they, they don't really have any other. I mean, maybe, maybe. Point point McCollum, point Turner? like. Well, well yeah, they're going to play McCollum, but I'm saying maybe Trent Gary Trent Jr. maybe would get like 15, 20 minutes, but I, I think McCollum would just take over, and I, th I think he'd be, be a must play. I actually think Lillard's going to play. The, the line's already out. I, I'm going to assume he's okay. Maybe, maybe they've got some but, info. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. The, all I was going to say was the line's out in one book, and that always worries oh, me. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. so, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, always, that's always a little concerning because that one book could be trying to get a little bit of uh, action, but like 
you know, looking at like the M- NBA injury report, like Lillard is definitely questionable here. Um, so it's not like he's not questionable. Um, when you look at most of the books, the line's not up. So I, I just wanted to say gotcha. that really quick. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Here's here's another guy though, low usage guy. I know he's not going to be the, the 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 sexy play, if you will. But if Lillard's out, I'm actually going to have more interest in Jake Layman than any of these other guys. Outside outside of Curry, Jake Layman is a guy that I, I would like because I think he, he'd even be able to take even a few more shots. And he's a guy, if he gets hot, he can really fill up the stat sheet in the points column. He won't do much else, but he could score 20 to 25 real points here at 3,500. Th- this is only if Lillard's out. Like, I'm not going to play him just because – Parkless is out, but if Lillard is out, Jake Lehman is a guy I think you want exposure to in tournaments. Just remember that name. Everybody knows him, but if Lillard is out, remember Jake Lehman, 3,500. All right, uh, let's move on. Lakers at Utah, the chalk game, 217 total. Utah favored by nine. LeBron and Rondo continue to be out. Exum, Rubio, Thabo, Cephalosha, and... Raul and Nato, um, all out for this game. Um, and Grayson Allen. Don't forget him. Is he out? Or, did they already roll him out? He, yeah, he I guess they did. Okay, yep, when I did that, I think earlier he wasn't. So, yeah, he's out as well. Um, yeah, so that leaves no Ooh. active point guards on this roster. Um, mm. We'll talk about Utah in a second. Let's start with the Lakers. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma coming off of a career-high 41-point game. Um, didn't do anything else besides just shooting that game. What's your thoughts here on the Lakers? I think you play them all. Um, there's no way Utah blows out the Lakers with with this many guys out. I, I just I just don't believe that. I, I don't believe it. And I know this. I know. I guess now they're going to seemingly be pretty evenly matched because Rondo's out, LeBron's out. I, I I think I think I think this is the game. It is the chalk game. I think, but I still don't think you fade it with with all these guys out. You got to think Ingram, Blonzo, Hart. Kuzma, you got to think these guys are gonna gonna go to work here, and um, I, I think you play them all. Uh, I, I I really like this spot for them, um, and I, I think you play. I, I call these guys the little three. That's that's my name for them. So Kuzma, Ball, and Ingram. I think I think you play all three of these guys and run it back with your Utah guys and figure it out from there. And that's gonna. And you know what? We're saying it now that it's gonna be chalky, but I think Donovan Mitchell's gonna be chalky. I think Rudy Gobert may, may become a little bit chalky, but I don't think the Lakers are going to be chalky. And I, so I think the game stack of this won't be chalky. I just think Donovan Mitchell is the guy that's going to get the ownership. Love, love the Lakers in this spot against a depleted Utah team. Yeah, um, and then on the Utah side, you know, I, I agree with everything you said with the Lakers. Uh, I think all of, all three of those guys are in play, but I'm not playing hard at his price. So I would really just. Stick to Kuzma, Ingram, and Ball. Uh, I do like Lonzo here. Uh, I think Mitchell's going to be a little bit more focused on trying to score than try to play defense. Um, So I think Lonzo has a really solid game. But, yeah, on the Utah side of things, um, if you're starting with Harden as your first guy in, Donovan Mitchell needs to be your second guy in. Um, Donovan Mitchell's an absolute lock for me. He put up 51 against the Magic uh, last time out, and I think he had like 13 or 14 and a half. Um, they struggle. He struggled so mightily in the first half of that game, and then he just instantly just came up and just said, "All right, time to go," and ended up putting up 33 actual points. Um, 
He's going to chuck here. He's going to have all the usage um, in the world. Like, there's no reason not to like this spot for him. Um, like, I'm just pulling it up really quick to see. His usage against the Magic the other night was 30%, and then against Milwaukee the game before that was 33%. So uh, the usage is certainly going to be there in this spot for Mitchell. And they get a nice little pace bump against the Lakers. I know it's in Utah, but this game will play faster than what they usually play here. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is the first guy in for me, uh, uh, you know, because of the combination of price, opportunity, and, and matchup, um, 7900 for him right now is too cheap. Uh, he's probably in this spot with all these guys out and what he's going to have to do, he probably should be more like 9K right now. So play him today uh, because NATO is going to be out for about two weeks, I think. So, you know, the only guy that's close to coming back right now, I think, is Grayson Allen. He's out. So just play Donovan Mitchell today while you can because his price is going up tomorrow. Um, but And I also like Rudy Gobert here. 8K, he's another guy. And then another guy that, that got big minutes the other night that I think is going to continue to get big minutes, Jay Crowder, 4,400. I mean, he played 34 minutes against Orlando. Didn't do well. I don't care. 4,400, 30-plus minutes against the Lakers. Sign me up. And then you know I like Joe Ingles at 57 as well. Uh, th those those are going to be four guys that you know I really look to get exposure to. Royce O'Neal is going to pick up some extra minutes for sure. I, I already I know he's going to play 25 to 30 minutes. Um, but you know I, I I've already kind of written up some of this stuff already for for today. But he's just one of those guys I'm just going to take a pass on. Uh, at 3,300, low usage guy, uh, I'm just going to pass on him. Yeah, I think I'd take a shot on Favors before I take a shot on O'Neal. Oh, yeah. Slate. Like, they'll, probably, they'll probably start O'Neal. Um, it'd be really interesting to try to – yeah, like Jay Crowder, if he doesn't start, becomes even more in play for me. I think he'd get – I think he'd finish. I think he'd be out there in the fourth corner finishing with the starters – uh, and Royce O'Neal probably wouldn't finish. And he'd get some usage with the second team because, like, I guess, like, is Kyle Korver slightly in play for tournaments, just thinking second team usage-wise? Um, I, I don't want to play him, but if I was playing, like, 150 teams on this slate, I think I'd have, like, 5% Korver. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely think he's in play uh, at, at these prices. Um, you know, he's a guy that, you know, he's not going to get owned at all. He's going to kind of be the odd man out, and, and I think that's a mistake. So I, I like him here. I think he gets 25 minutes in this spot, and, and I think 25 minutes is probably, you know, close to enough to get the job done. So I, I really like him here. Um. All right, let's see here. Uh, last game on the slate, Chicago at Golden State. 221 total, Golden State favored by 15.5. It looks like both these teams full strength. Um, Will, I don't really expect this one to stay close, my friend. Um, what do you got here on the Bulls side of things? Well, I mean, I would usually look at a guy like Levine uh, in this spot just because, you know, he he just he I, I really like him as a player. Uh, he typically plays pretty well. He's I know he's got a questionable tag, but he's he's still probable. Um, so sixty four hundred, I think that's that's cheap enough to take a shot on him. I like Chris Dunn at sixty six hundred. Uh, he's been playing really well. I like Laurie Marketing at fifty nine hundred. 
that's too cheap. I think the algorithm is expecting this team to get pummeled. And I'm actually not expecting these guys to catch a beatdown. Uh, not not the way that, that they think. So a guy like Lord Market tomorrow at 5,900, especially if you're going to kind of play some higher mid-tier guys or, or up high or lower upper-tier guys, however you want to look at it. You know, if you're looking at like uh, Mitchell at 79, Luke at 82, then you may want to get away from Harden and, and then kind of go a little bit more balanced. And I think Lord Marketing is a guy uh, that, that you can use. The Warriors haven't really shown an ability to stop anyone on the inside. Uh, and, and the way Marketing is going to play, he's going to be able to do it from all angles. So he's a guy I really like. Chandler Hutchinson, his minutes have picked up some. And, uh, and, and Blakeney is – Getting lighter, light minutes. If the game blows out, Blakeney will probably play 25 to 30 minutes. But I'm just not expecting that. So Dunn, Levine, Marketing, those are my favorites. Uh, I don't mind Wendell Carter at 54, but I think just I'd rather spend the 500 more and just play Marketing. All right. I, I'm going to be honest, Will. This is an X-off game for me. I have zero interest in this game. So um, I, I hope you're right. Oh, I gosh. hope it works out for you. I just I hate this game. Is there anything on the Warrior side of things? Uh, no, I, th- I think because of the Warriors pricing and the things I'm going to do, this this is a team I'm just not going to look at. Um, you know, I, I don't mind the Bulls because they got some affordable pieces, but the Warriors, I, I know I'm not going to play any Warriors just because I'm going to be looking at other guys. And we've got overtime in OKC San Antonio. Man, yeah, like Westbrook is having a game like – uh, just an absolute game, Grant. Hey, we we talked about Grant yesterday on the four game pod. He has thirty five right going into overtime. So yes, if you stack that game with Lamarcus Aldridge, Westbrook, and Grant, you're probably doing really really well. Um, yeah, that's what's winning it all right now. At least on FanDuel, that that's what I mean. It's crushing. <laughs> it's crushing. All right, uh, morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Go watch some overtime um, while we're editing or while I'm editing the podcast. Um, give me your favorite game to go over or under on this slate. Man, I'm just going to take the over in the Utah Lakers game. No, you know what? Let's switch it up here. That's obvious. I'm going to take the over in the Dallas game. All right, Dallas over. I'm going to take the under in the Washington-Milwaukee game. Woo! Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I like that game, too. Uh, I'm just saying, like, 231, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. Like, Milwaukee usually goes over, uh, so it's probably a bad bet, but I just I don't I don't trust this Washington team right now. <laughs> um, favorite play under 5K to 7X? Under... 5k to 7x yep let me look I, i've got a i've got one guy but i, I want to check something real quick sorry listeners didn't mean to hog up the podcast let's see here yeah i think i'm going to stick with them um this is going to be the, the obvious play give me jay crowder that is not who i thought you were going to take oh who's there who, i yeah, thought you were going to take clarkson He's not. He's not under five k. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Give me Jeremy Lin. Oh, I like it. I like it. Give me. Give me the minutes, and hopefully he keeps playing them. Uh, over eight k, not to five x. Who's your bust up top today? Ooh, we've we've got a, a couple of these guys. I, I'm going to take Steph Curry at ninety nine. 
I'm going to stay in that game and say Durant. Gotcha. I, again, I just think that game is going to blow out. Um, favorite 6X play on the slate, who you got? Jordan Clarkson. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Man, I really, really, really want to say Donovan Mitchell, but I want to be unchalky here. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I, the, I'm I, scrolling I, really quick to see if there's somebody that I like. Um, I want to give out another cheap guy. You know what? Give me Ed Davis to go 6X. Jerry Grant, Jeremy Grant at 40. I like it. I I, I'm watching too. But yeah, give me Ed Davis to go 6X today. Give me another cheap guy. I, I like it. Let, let's roll with yeah. it. We're going to finish on a positive note. Everybody's going to crush this Friday. Um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Um, I'm just – just so grateful to be on the podcast. It's been fun. I've had a good time. And uh, let's uh, well, let's earn some money, people. All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Um, hope everyone has an amazing weekend. If you're looking to for some NFL information, we did the NFL pod on the back end of the NBA podcast. If you click the link from yesterday on there it tells you where the football podcast starts so if you want to check that out listen to some football takes um you can do that over there and besides that we're gonna get out of here hope everyone has an awesome weekend hope everyone crushes this friday will and i will be back on monday good luck in your contest and we'll see you then